up guys it has been a minute thank you for tuning in with me i'm your host tina on another episode of the other today we're going to talk about disrespect okay what you will and will not allow so i just had it on my heart to just bring this up it just came out of nowhere to be honest with you um essentially i was just sitting in my living room one day just thinking to myself like damn like all of these relationships that i had these all tied will basically trickle down to one thing me allowing disrespect and being okay with it so i'm just gonna go over everything that i came up with and thought of and what and what conclusions i draw drew from those situations so basically we're gonna start with the first person that I had a uh, relationship with. This was back in high school. So I dated this guy um, when I was, what, a, hmm, I wanna say I was a sophomore from my sophomore year of high school up until my junior year of high school. So for about two years. So basically I dated this guy. He was basically the opposite of me. When I started dating him, a lot of people were like, Tina like that's not even your type <laughs> me knowing who I am well was at that time I should say he wasn't my type but for some in some odd way we seemed to mesh and we dated so fast forward um, we were, were probably about a couple of months probably about seven to eight months within our relationship basically we ended up breaking up getting back together we had like a really odd relationship it wasn't like crazy i mean this person got me into a lot of things i've learned a lot of stuff from this person but one thing that stood out was that the fact that this person had a lot of deep-rooted issues with their home life and those issues and, and now that i'm thinking about it as a grown woman now I realized like, yes, this person had a lot of issues and those issues that they were having, they needed therapy for it. But they, of course, they didn't go to therapy. Of course, they're in high school. So it's like, what are they, how are they going to go to therapy without their parents? Right. So basically they didn't have anyone that would be, that was, that could mentor them, or at least they weren't open to accepting mentorship or counseling for it within our school. But I just remembered a situation where we broke up and I remember we were on the bus either. I think we were going to school because I, when I was in high school, I took two buses, one that got me halfway there and the other one that took me directly to the school's public transportation. And I ended up seeing him at the bus stop and we got on the bus together one day and I was just like, so why are we not together? Like, what did I do wrong? Like, Flat out say it, you're dense. Like, you are so fucking cute, but you are so dense. And <laughs> I laugh at it now, but that shit right there, you got to be careful about who you attach yourself to and what you say to people because words are spells and words carry weight. And, and the crazy part is the whole time, I carried that with me. I apologized for me being quote unquote dense, lacking knowledge, not being smart enough. Knowing damn well I was fucking smart. I graduated elementary school as a valedictorian. Um, 
I, I was doing great in my classes, like dense, stupid wear. <laughs> Not over here. <laughs> like quit, cut it, you reaching. But anyway, this person literally fixed their mouth to call me dense. And I ran with it. And I was like, you know what? It's me, Tina. You know what? You have to fix yourself. I literally went to, i never forget. I went to Walgreens. It was Valentine's Day. I got him a card. I got him a flower. I stuck it in his locker. We shared a locker at, at one point in time. Well, it was his locker, but we I would, had the combination. So I just stuck it into his locker between periods. And he saw it and he was just looking like, like seems so unenthused. <laughs> it, 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 you're talking about sad, just just sad. Like I, I couldn't believe actually, <laughs> and I couldn't believe that I actually took what he said and ran with it, and just took ownership of what he labeled me as, even though I, even though I knew for a fact down in my heart that I wasn't this person, but I was like, you know what? Well, if he's saying it, then it must be true, right? So that was, I don't, eh, I wanna say that that was our sophomore year in high school because we were in the same, we were both sophomores basically. So fast forward a couple of months after the breakup, we got back together. And then there's this counselor in our school. She was, she to this day i think this woman and i don't know where she is or what's going on with her but i thank her so we have a, we had a school counselor i started going to her um and also another thing i wanted to add um i was a part of cross country and track and field when i was in high school for my sophomore and my junior year but it trickled off my junior year and i wished after i had got out of high school like damn i should have stayed in it i should have i could have went downstate i could have went against morgan park i could have went against lame tech i could have went against all of them <laughs> but anyway <laughs> um i was a part of the track team for my sophomore and part of my junior year but my coach at the time he even saw that I was starting to distance myself from track because literally track was everything to me, okay? Let me tell you, my mother did not want me to run track and field because she was so scared that she thought I was going to run and pass out while I was running because of a heart failure condition or something I'm like mom you have to have underlying well of course I didn't know this at the time but I'm like mom you have underlying issues to have you know pass out and die because something like that actually happened to somebody but I digress anyway I ended up um like started to slowly not go to my um practices like we would practice on the third floor of my high school and the high school that I went to was fucking big okay so we would do stairs, all that. I was so invested in it. I put that name in my email address. Like it, track was life, okay? Track was life. And I, like, I was living it, like for real, for real. But anyway, my coach even saw that I was starting to distance myself from something that he knew I was passionate about. He was like, hey, and my coach, he would always address us by our last name. And <laughs> I was like, that is, you know what? You can call me, you can call me that, that's fine. I mean, you can always call me by my first name, but whatever. But he was like, hey, I see what you're doing. Stop it. I see you're dating this guy. You need to stop it. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, he's okay. He was like, no, stop it. 
<laughs> Let me tell you. Funniest shit ever. But anyway, I started to go to this counselor. She was amazing. I we I would literally cut class or try to sneak into, you know, her accession with her because we everybody in the school always wanted to talk to her. She was cool as hell. So I would sneak and come to her during periods or if there wasn't a teacher in the class, like a substitute teacher or whatever, um, I just ditch. <laughs> I would ditch just to sit and talk to her. And I started telling her like, hey, yeah, this is what's going on with me and this guy. Like, And she looked at me like, what? He called you what? Like, and you believed him? I was like, well, yeah, I don't know why would he say that. And, and she was looking like, first of all, that's not true. Second of all, why are you still with him? And I was like, wait, what? What do you mean? Why am I still with him? Well, you're telling me all of this stuff about him. You're telling me this. You're telling me all these things and I'm concluding he's not good for you just based on what you're telling me. And she said some of, she said one of the most profound things to me. And I still have it written down to this day because I live by this, literally live by it. She said to me, anybody that you attach yourself to, whether it be a relationship or a friendship, those people are a immediate reflection of the type of person you are. And I was like, wait, what? For real? Like it really resonated with me. Like, and she was like, if, if these people do not align themselves, basically, if these people aren't who you are or, or they don't represent what you represent, then you should not be attached to these people. And I took that information. I went to him with it. He was not happy at all. Okay. <laughs> as soon as I told him what happened and what she said, he was like, and you're going to listen to her? Like, no. Like, you need to stop going to her. Why would she say that about me? She doesn't even know me like that, for real. Like, why would she say something like that? She's so wrong. Like, what is wrong with her? I don't want you going to see her anymore. And I was like, yeah, I'm still going to do what I want. I'm still going to see her um, and hang out with her. Like, you you tripping. So anytime, like, we would hang out, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go see Mrs. XYZ. And he would have the biggest attitude. I remember I told him, like, hey, meet me after, meet me by Mrs. XYZ's office um, after, like, six period. And we can walk to this class or go here, go lunch together, blah, blah, And I'll never forget when he came and he walked me, or I guess you could say, quote, unquote, pick me up. <laughs> he picked me up. Uh, he saw her and he had the most, the most nastiest look on his face. And she looked at him like, who the fuck you looking at all side eyes? You better fix your goddamn face. That's what you need to do. <laughs> and we just left. He was so livid and the shit now is funny as fuck. But anyway, um, I ended up, you know, continuing a relationship with him. And then eventually I was like, you know what? A lot, a lot of things had transpired. I was like, you know, I just want to be free. I don't want to date you anymore. Like, this isn't working out. Um, you are an amazing friend. I think we could still be friends, but I just don't want to be in a relationship with you anymore. I don't think that we should. And he had, he wasn't happy about it, but he was like, eventually he was okay. And then we ended up going to prom together. And then on the day of the prom, it was a lot of crap that was going on, but like with the driver and the limo and all this other bullshit. Ugh. 
either way it go, he got it. He he had an attitude that night because we weren't together. Like he tried, like literally, he tried to sabotage my prom night, and I was just thinking, like, why would you want to do that? Like. So why? Like, what, 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 what are you going to get from this? Like, this is not going to make me want to come to you more. Like, what is wrong with you? So I said, you know what? I'm not about to let you ruin my prom. Even though every, when I was in high school, this was back in, what, 2006? Um, everybody got a room. And my strict-ass mama was not going for that shit. Like, you are not about to get in a room, room with who? Like... <laughs> I just wanted to be like everybody else, mom. Everybody else, mama, let them get a room with their friends. But it was it was just so weird. It was an interesting time. But needless to say, I still enjoy my prom. I made myself enjoy my prom, and I enjoyed myself regardless of how that motherfucker felt. And then, even after high school, went to college, I still kept in contact with him. And then I ended up dating someone else. They weren't happy. I dated like two other people after I stopped talking to this person. And then on the the second person I ended up being with for like a very long time, um, they weren't having it because they already saw through his bullshit. And uh, yeah, we ended up stopped talking at that after after the second relationship that I got into after this person. Um. Actually, no, not the second, the third relationship after this person. We ended up distancing ourselves from each other. And for a good reason, too. Now, as I reflect on that relationship, like all of these, everything that I'm about to go over with you and tell you, it all comes down to one common thing. I mean, aside from disrespect, I was able to successfully label the type of, of disrespect and also what the I guess you can say the technical term for it in psychology and what it's called so all of these situations are gonna they're gonna add up so basically that situation ended and then eventually I ended up with the second guy that I ended up dating <laughs> and this guy goodness when I first saw him, this is when I was in college. When I first saw him, I'll never forget it. He walked past me, and I and let me tell you, I had on my cute little rockaway jeans and everything, looking like a real girl from the west side of Chicago. Rockaway jeans, my little ponytail, my Chuck Taylors. I was looking real cute. I'm not going to lie. I was looking real cute. And... um. When he saw me, he walked past me. He literally was like, damn. Damn. I turned around and looked at him like, if you don't get your ass away from me. <laughs> and and I'm pretty sure this is anywhere, like in any city or whatever. But if a motherfucker sit there and does that, well, at least for me. In Chicago, like if somebody stop and, and like try to holler at you while you walking. Either they're going to A, like based on what your response is. So, for example, if you say, no, no, thank you. They'll be like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. You still cute and keep it pushing. Or they can too be like, man, fuck you. Oh, a glass little girl. Fuck you and your mama and then drive off. <laughs> They'd be so mad. <laughs> Feelings hurt and everything. Or then get real violent, real physical with you and be like, 
what the fuck you mean no and get out the car probably shoot you or etc but of course mind you we were in school so this wasn't gonna happen neither one of those were gonna happen but um I just I just kept walking I my thing for just from me being in the west side because after I graduated high school I moved so the area that I went to school in is completely different from the west side of Chicago but basically um yeah, my default is to walk away and ignore. Like, I don't deal with that. Like, literally, and this is off topic, but I literally was walking home from school one day and I had this guy walk up to me. Well, not walk up to me. He was driving past me and he saw me. And he was like, hey, you look cute. I said, thank you. He was like, you real pretty. He literally asked me, is your mama overprotective of you? And I was like, what? I, 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 I don't remember the rest of what I said after that, but... I ended up just, he ended up leaving. I walked home. I got home safe. But now that I reflect on it as a grown woman, that motherfucker was probably trying to recruit me for some bullshit. Probably sex trafficking. Who the fuck knows? Probably was going to try to hold me out of some shit. Like, real talk. Like, <laughs> I mean, the west side of Chicago is a little gentrified now. You know, gentrification did happen. It does not look the same. Not entirely, but they still get it cracking over that. So, you know, I'm real... I mean, I love my city, don't get me wrong, but trust and believe me, aside from the high-ass rent that you got to pay for some bullshit-ass housing, you get shot just fucking standing on, <laughs> on the outside of your fucking lawn. Like, I would not go back to the west side at all. And the south side, bitch, but what? I'm not going over there. I am not going over there. <laughs> not by long shot. <laughs> I shit. If it's not, the only, the only thing I go to Chicago for is to like sightsee, going to different things. Cause mind you, my mother was very fucking strict as I was growing up. So when I got out, when I was let out of the coop, I went crazy. Okay. I did any and everything I could <laughs> just to say I did that shit. <laughs> but basically I literally now, when I go to Chicago, I go for like different sightseeing things, events, different shit like that or restaurants because Chicago got hella restaurants and I ain't talking about no Harold's Uncle Remus even though I do frequent Harold's and I do frequent Uncle Remus and yes I go with Uncle Remus because why not because I am from the west side <laughs> I've tried both of them and I will say Uncle Remus is a yes but them prices girl no honey no I promise you I went like a week ago I got a 10 piece 10-piece includes 10 wings, fries, and you can add whatever side you want. That motherfucker was $18, okay? $18.99. Now, where they do that at, okay? Where? $18.99 for a 10-piece? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to pay for it because I want it. But you better believe, like, when it comes to pricing, you might want to go with Harold's. But either way it goes, I digress. Anyway, make a long story short, if you're from Chicago or any other area, when someone rolls their window down and try to holler at you, you keep pushing. You don't know what that person got in their car. You don't know what type of child, that, what, you know, what type of person they were raised to be by their mother. They probably don't have no damn sense. You keep it going. But I literally turned around, looked at him, and I just kept it pushing. I'm like, um get the fuck away from me who the fuck are you and I would see him periodically um throughout the day sometimes I would literally try my best to ignore him but he would always fucking stare at me 
Then eventually I ended up seeing him. We had a computer lab. And God, I mean, when I tell you, 06 was a good time. 06, 07, 08, like those were my years. Like it, it basically shaped me and had me and I grew within that time period. I mean, of course I'm ever evolving and ever growing, but that time period was everything for me. My space was still a thing. And, and <laughs> my space, okay, we were coding and didn't even know we were coding. The shit's fucking funny. I had SpongeBob background. Like, let me, mm, let me tell you, in high school, I was all in SpongeBob, okay? SpongeBob is my, that's my dude. But anyway, MySpace was a thing. Apple still, well, they were coming out of their big ass, thick ass laptops and going into, la you know, not laptops, but desktops going into the MacBook. Like, it, it was just a good time. Like, a good time for technology, everything. But I would see him in our computer lab and he would flirt with these other girls and they used to, <laughs> they curved him so many times and he would always try to talk to this one girl, but they used to always, they ended up picking on him eventually because the girls just like, no, leave me alone. <clears throat> they started calling him Newport because he would always smoke, like go away, Newport. <laughs> I'd say women are a trip, but eventually I ended up giving him a chance and oh my God, when I, the girls that he used to talk to, when they saw us together, they was just laughing they fucking ass off. And I hated them bitches for it. <laughs> but eventually I started dating him. It was okay. Um, he hit so much shit for me. And let me tell you, I went through so much shit with this dude. So I'm just going to go in. I'm only going to glaze over a couple, you know, situations just so you can get a um an idea of the type of person that he was at that time hopefully he's grown but basically I started dating him um this guy he pretty much he had kids I eventually found out that he had children um he didn't tell me how many he had um until he ended up going to jail uh for child support mind you and um and then at that time it's like oh my god tina you gotta stay down for yours okay you can't like why would you sit here like because because when he went to jail I, I had this whole thing in my head like you know what i got an option i can either stay with him or i can leave like this this is my fucking ticket to leave because i found out too much shit about him that i didn't necessarily like but my goofy ass said Tina, you don't want to be one of those. You don't want nobody to look at you like that. You're supposed to stay down for yours. I was like, you know what, bitch? You're right. I'm going to stay down for mine. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I did. I stayed with him. And he, you know, he we became a little pen pals for, like, what? I think he was in there for, like, eight months. And, um, yeah, so... One day I went to like try to like before I even we got to the pen pal section of our um, timeline, um, I had to look him up and I was like trying I had I got his information so I typed his name in or his whatever I, I think it was his name I went on the website to search oh my god and mind you what, what was this like two thousand seven two thousand eight I was like what nineteen. 
18, 19, between 18 and 19 years old. I found out just by putting in his name, this motherfucker was 33 years old. 33, honey. 33. You want to know how old he told me when I first met him? He told me he was 26. Yes, he told me he was 26 years old. Whole time that dude was 33 years old, okay? Oh my God. When I found that shit out, I called that motherfucker on the goddamn phone. I was like, so when was you going to tell me he's 33? He got silent like a motherfucker. He made up the, he made up so many lies. Like, I was going to tell you and I didn't know what you was going to think. If I would have told you I was 33 at the time, you wouldn't have gave me a chance. I was like, I was pissed. I was pissed, okay? I was literally livid. So, and then fast forward, you know, of course I decided, you know what, I'm going to stay down for mine. I'm not going to be one of those. Okay. Like that's not, that's, that, that's just toxic as fuck. <laughs> okay. That whole narrative where, you know what, your man go to jail, you know, he, he, he probably wasn't doing you right when y'all was out, but you know what? He needs somebody to be, you know, talk to when he in there. He needs somebody. You need to stay down for yours. Fuck all that shit. Fuck all that. Okay. I'm giving you the okay to say fuck him. Okay. Or fuck her. Okay. If that person treated you like shit before they went to jail. Okay. You say fuck him. Okay. Not saying I, you know, because I know the prison system and, well, he wasn't in prison, but he was in jail. Um, the jail system isn't built the way, like, when you, I've watched so many documentaries on jail. This is a caveat, but I watched so many documentaries on jails in different countries. And let me tell you, they are nothing like the ones in America. They are like us, like the fucking four seasons or something. I don't, I don't fucking know, but I know they way better than American jails and not saying that the it's it, that's a whole nother topic is it, it, it's it's built to break people and oppress people it's it's not to it's it's not built to support anyone or try to rehabilitate anything so i'm not saying that anybody that goes to jail even yes they they they're going to jail for a reason okay prison for a reason but regardless of anything they're still human so please don't misconstrue that. I don't agree with the treatment of anyone in jail. Of course, people are going to need support. But so what I'm getting at, support needs to be cut off at some point. You are not, you you don't need to take on anyone else's baggage, okay? You, that you, that's not your responsibility. Stop taking ownership of shit that does not belong to you. That's what I'm trying to get at. But either way it goes, fast forward, he gets out. I meet all his kids, um, and granted, I am 19 at this time, so he has children that's fucking close to my age, which is fucking alarming. He had, like, a fucking 13-year-old. Uh, I was 19, um, okay? I'm, like, what, seven years older than this person? Six, seven years old? Like, this shit's fucking creepy to me. <laughs> but yet, I stayed. And then I just had a moment, like, I went through so much shit with this person, like, I never forget I had, um, they had like a little barbecue with their family, well, his family. And I was like, oh, I want to wear something cute. Granted, 
I went to Rainbow, okay? <laughs> I went to Rainbow. It, it, look, first of all, let, let me just make this clear. Rainbow, they have cute stuff. So let me just make that clear. I still, I'll still shop at Rainbow. I'm very picky about what I get from Rainbow now because everything in there is not top quality. They have Marshall's prices for AJ Wright shit. I'm just going to put that out there. But sometimes Rainbow be in when you need it, it come in clutch. Let me just say that. But I digress. We went to, I went to, um, he was like, you know what? I'm going to get you a cute outfit. Go to Rainbow. <laughs> and I was like, yay, I'm going to get Mommy ain't gonna buy me something. <laughs> I'm like, my man gonna buy me some, okay? I went in there, I found me a cute set of big old gold earrings, okay? I had this cute little sundress, and I was like, look at my outfit. He was like, how much did you spend? Okay? Remember that. Remember that piece right there. And I was, I, don't, I think it was like, I think all it together was like $20, $25, $30, something in that range. And I was like, oh, I want some sandals to go ready. He was like, no. Literally, that's exactly how he said it. No. I'm like, I just want some sandals. He was like, what do you mean you just want some sandals? He literally got upset that I wanted to put my whole outfit together, okay? Eventually, he said yes. I went back in. I got these little, they looked like pool sandals. Well, they didn't look like pool sandals. They had a little, like, they were, like, rubbery and had some support to them. And they were cute. They were actual rubber. So, it wasn't, like, pool sandals, like, for real, for real. But I got them for my outfit. And when I got back in the car, I felt less than, really. I literally felt less than. And I was just thinking to myself when he was taking me home, like, why would he be so uptight about like spending at least like um like under forty dollars for my outfit? I was like, am I not worth forty dollars? Am I less than forty dollars? Like, please tell me. I mean, yes. Granted, this man was on child support. He didn't have that much work, um, unfortunately. Um, but <laughs> anyway. And then, of course, I ended up working, like, this was, like, literally my first job um, before I went, I got into retail. So, I worked at this amusement park in my area, and he literally, fast forward, and this is, and let me tell you, let me preface this, because the household that I grew up in, I wasn't very... I wasn't in the streets like that. Not like my, you know, other siblings, but I was more so shelter because out of all my father's children, I am the baby out of all of them. So essentially I wasn't very, I was book smart like a motherfucker would, but when it came to street smarts, I wasn't very knowledgeable, unfortunately. So a lot of the shit that I went through I could have avoided if I was more street smart. I mean, I was street smart as far as what to do and who not to go, you know, like like stuff like that. Like I know safety type of things, but when it came to like dudes and the game, the type of games they play and the games they run, I wasn't that great with it because I always had issues with that when I was growing up, of course. Grown woman me, I don't play that shit, bitch. Move around. Like I'm not giving you no time of day. You finna still you finna sit here and look real stupid. Like I don't 
mind you, the situations that I'm going to go over with you, yeah, ain't no, there's no way in hell I'll go through any of this shit again. Too grown for that shit. But anyway, um, yeah, so that was one of those situations. He made me feel less than in that moment because, I mean, am I not worth this? Like, you've never bought me. Like, literally, this is the first thing he bought me. Aside from taking me to, like, a restaurant, I think my first place that I went to, well, he's the first person I ever experienced, like, seafood with, like, crab legs, that type of thing. Aside from that, one moment, like literally one moment when he bought me something like that, well, food-wise, well, not, he didn't, not saying he never bought me food or prepared food for me, but the like going out to a decent restaurant, that was the first. But he never really bought stuff for me. He never really treated me to anything like nice. I mean, I, me, the type of person that I am, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a very understanding person. So I know if your money don't look if your money looking kind of funny, I get it. We can do we can think outside the box and do other things. So I'm that type of person. But he never did that. Okay? I want you to understand this. He never did that. Not saying money is everything, but money is very important, of course. If you can't take it yourself, how are you going to take care of me? And vice versa, like <laughs> I'm not like the type to just be Hey, like whoever I get with, they gotta have money. They gotta buy me this. They gotta. That's not who I am. If I if if a person, whoever you with, if they can't buy that shit for yourself for themselves, who the fuck are they to ask you to buy them that shit? <laughs> that's just anything. But basically, he never did those things. So when we got to the end of our relationship, so much has trans had transpired. He made me feel less than. He cheated on me. He lied to me on several occasions. Um, I even got to a point where I was on this stupid ass shit. Like I was literally gonna go and fuck up his car. <laughs> and the funny thing about that piece right there, I ain't have a car to get to his car. <laughs> I had no car to get to his car. I was like, Titty, you are not about to catch a bus to this man's house to key his car and then get back on the bus to go home. And you got to sit there and wait how many minutes to get to, <laughs> to another bus? Oh, God, we have grown. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for growth. Thank God for growth. Let me tell you, because let me, I mean, I didn't do a lot of stupid shit when I was coming up, but I was thinking a lot of stupid shit. I'm glad I didn't go out. I didn't, I didn't carry out that, that diabolical plan that I had. What I did was even better. I said, F you. I'm going to see other people. And that's it. And when I said, F you, I'm going to see other people. This man literally blew up my phone. And mind you, at this time, this is what? 2009 2008 no it was 2009 <laughs> I was still on my flip phone okay I was still I didn't have a sidekick T-Mobile hadn't got that new upgrade like we were still post flip phone going into touchscreen phone so you had the blackjack from Samsung at this time the iPhone hadn't come out yet wait no iPhone did come out but it was big as hell and small as fuck but I didn't get it. And it went straight to AT&T. That phone was... That... Look, okay? Look. That phone was thick as fuck. But anyway, that's something. That's a whole nother topic. 
I ended up like in this time I was still like in my flip phone stage. He was blowing up my freaking voicemail box, crying, snot nose, everything. And I was like, when I, I literally went from one relationship to the other, but before I got into this relationship with this next person, okay. Um, I was freaking like, you know what? Fuck all these dudes. I'm finna have whoever the fuck I want when I fucking want them. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want, how I want it. And the next person I got, in, the crazy thing is, this next person was rebound, which ended up being like <clears throat> a 10 year relationship. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that shit was funny. So, yeah, ended up being like a, actually, no, not a 10 year relationship. It was like a, yeah, about a, uh, I wanna say about a nine to 10 year relationship. Okay. So I ended up getting with this person. But before I got with this person, I, he literally blew up my phone. He even came to my job with a fucking teddy bear, with a, 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 a heart necklace with crystals or rhinestones, whatever the fuck. It wasn't real diamonds, but it was a nice sterling silver necklace um, that I kept for a little bit. But I ended up throwing it away eventually. But it's like he he brought flowers to my job and I was just like and he came up there I was like sir excuse me sir um where was this energy when we were together like you cheated on me you lied to me about your age you lied to me about so many things you mess with so many different women and I don't even fucking know don't even fucking know you got fucking kids that I never knew about too close to my fucking age too close to my fucking comfort zone like it's touching it, it, the, the the line you are a habitual line crosser. And I let you slide so many times. Why should I let you slide this time? I shouldn't. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve me. Why why, why am I constantly belittling myself to be with you? And it's like, <laughs> and he was just like, I know, I know. I'm like, dude, it's done. It's a done deal. I'm over it. I'm done. Leave me alone. Please stop calling my phone. And then eventually I ended up getting a new phone and a new number. So I didn't give that out. Um, yeah, I didn't, or did I? I probably ended up giving it to him and then blocking him. I can't remember, but long story short, I was very glad to get out of the relationship. I had a moment in time to get out of that relationship, but I chose the long, hard route and I learned my lesson from that situation, from that choice that I made because I chose. Spirit was telling me, leave this dude alone. You have, this is the this is the exit that you need, but you chose this, so I'm gonna show you why you should have chose differently. And let me tell you, when Spirit, boy, when, ooh, when you get shown something, I'm just gonna tell you, when, when, when that little voice in your head says, don't do it, it's going to be low, okay? It's going to be like almost a faint whisper. You're like, what? Ego is going to scream like a motherfucker. Scream like somebody fucking slapped his mom, okay? That's ego. Ego will scream. Intuition is going to whisper to you. And, that, and you'll get that gut feeling. And when you get that gut feeling, let me tell you, you listen. Don't sit here and don't, <laughs> let me tell you. You can save yourself a lot of money by switching to Geico. <laughs> when you lead, when you listen to your intuition and your gut feeling, you have that that power, that that instinct for a reason. 
discernment is something serious. It could even mean the difference between life and death. So when you get that little inkling of a feeling, definitely, definitely, definitely listen to it. Um, and I'm so serious. Please, please, please do yourself a favor and listen to it. But one thing I want to say, um, this is going to be like a two-part session because truthfully, like I've been through some shit, okay? <laughs> and let me tell you, it's, it's, it's going to have to be a two-part because I can go on and on for hours about bullshit that happened. But I promise you, part two, I'm going to get to the root of it all. This is all going to tie together. It's all going to make sense. And I'm going to explain to you why you should truly trust yourself, trust your instincts, trust God, whoever or whatever God means to you. Your discernment is real. Any feeling that you get to get out of a situation that you know will not be up to your greatest, highest, your greatest and highest good, get out. Get the fuck out, okay? So I'm going to continue this in another session, part two. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening.